0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. But you see, the righteousness which is of faith lays hold on that promise which is the word of faith and says, Now because I have given, it is given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over men, given to my bosom, I sow bountifully, I reap bountifully, and my God has made all grace abound toward me that I, having all sufficiency of all things, I do abound to every good work. Thank God there is abundance and no lack. And someone said, Well, I happen to know the rent's due and you don't have the money. Well, that may be true, but you see, what I'm doing is putting the word in my mouth and speaking it into my heart because faith works in the heart, won't work in the head. So you take the promise of God. Paul called it the word of faith because it's filled with faith. And you speak it out of your mouth, you speak it into your heart, and faith cometh by hearing the word of God. So then to establish the law of the new covenant and the law of faith... We operate in the principles of God. And here Paul tells us, The righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh thee, the word of promise, whatever God said about it. It's as close to you as getting it in your mouth and in your heart. Have you ever read over there in Proverbs where it says, Write these things upon the table of your heart. Well, how in the world are you going to write on the table of your heart? I mean, you can't do it with an ink pen. Well, David tapped into the revelation of that when he said, My tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. You speak it. And Paul brings it out here. The word is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and then in your heart. And when it gets in your heart, it'll get back in your mouth. Because Jesus said, Out of the buns of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth. What's he bring forth? Good things. Oh, well, I thought God was going to do it. Well, that's what we get for thinking sometime and not reading the Bible. He didn't say God was going to do it. Now, God's involved in it, all right. It's not us just doing our thing. It's because we're obedient to what God said. See a good man out of the good deposit of his heart. How did he deposit it in his heart? He put it in his mouth and he spoke it. He took the word of God. See, that's why God told Joshua... Don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night. Observe to do all that's written therein. Then thou, who? Thou, Joshua, shall make his way prosperous, and Joshua shall have good success. Why? Because Joshua is such a hot guy? No, because Joshua was obedient to the word. Now you see, under the old covenant even, God instigated what I call... The Mark eleven twenty three of the Old Testament, when he told Joshua what he did in Joshua 1, 8. Don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth. Meditate therein. Observe to do it. In other words, speak it. Say what the Word says. You face the mountain. Say, mountain, you won't hinder me. God's Word says. Nothing will ever be able to stand before you. Wasn't that what he told Joshua? Then if a mountain stands before him, say to the mountain, you can't stand before me. Wasn't that what he told us in Mark eleven twenty three? Whosoever shall say to the mountain. Now, you know, he's not talking about moving to Rocky Mountains. He's talking about problem areas that you face in life. God's Word is practical. And I think sometimes we've got off of the practical application of the Word of God and we got so spiritually minded that none of it was any earthly good when you face the everyday hardships of life, and you face a mountain of adversity, of financial lack, what do you find yourself saying to it? i tell you what most people say. Dear God, we'll never get this debt paid. We'll be in debt the rest of our life. We'll never get out of debt. That was not what Jesus said to say. See, you're not operating under the law of faith. Jesus said, Whosoever shall say," To the mountain, to the problem, to the situation that you face in life. Be thou removed. Well, now somebody said, well, how can you say it's removed when it's not removed? Very simple. You open your mouth and say, be thou removed. (laughs) Well, now that just sounds silly to me. Well, now you can either act a little silly according to the word of God, or you can just be real intelligent and fail. I found out Jesus knew what he's talking about. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt. Now there's some things there that we miss sometimes. Shall not doubt in his heart. I'm glad he didn't say shall not doubt in his head. Because if he had said shall not doubt in his head, there would have been no mountains moved in this life. Because you cannot believe with your head what you can believe with your heart. Your heart is designed of God, the spirit man, what I call the spirit, is designed of God to believe the supernatural and miracles. You can't believe it with your head. Heard Kenneth Hagin say this several years ago, helped me tremendously. He said you can have faith in your heart and doubt in your head and it'll still work. But you can't have doubt in your heart and faith in your head and get it to work it off. And we've got a lot of Christians with head faith. Mental assent. Well, yes, it's true because it's in the Bible. But do you really believe that that'll work for you? Well, no. You see, I tried it once and it didn't work. And so that proves that God was wrong. No, it proves that you didn't hold fast to your confession of faith. See, whosoever shall say to the mountain. Now, it won't move just because you talk to it. You're not going to have what you say just because you said it. But yet, saying it is involved in the law of faith. If we believe, we speak. As we believe, we speak. Paul says, we having the same spirit of faith as it is written. We believe and therefore speak. What you believe, you always speak. That's why you've been telling the mountain it's getting bigger all the time. That's what you believe. You're releasing your faith in your words, only it's a negative faith. Now, I know I'm on some of your toes, but I'm going to stand there a while. God will heal your toes. We look at the situation, the problem area, and we say to it and we prophesy to it that it'll grow and get stronger. But Jesus said, say to it, be removed. Be cast into the sea. You won't hinder me any longer. Shall believe and doubt not in his heart, but shall believe. Now notice, he believes, he doubts not in his heart, but he shall believe that those things, what things? Those things which he saith shall come to pass. Then he shall have whatsoever he saith. Won't work just because you say it. But saying it is involved in working it. Does this make any sense to you? you still out there? Did you go home? Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not his heart, but believe what he's saying will come to pass. Not just what he said to the mountain. Not just what you said about your car. Everything you say, you believe what you're saying will come to pass. Now, I believe this is a major factor in having faith failures. That people think they're operating in the law of faith. And they haven't realized what Jesus is saying to us is that we must believe and release faith in every word that we speak. Jesus said, let your yea be yea and your nay nay. Anything more than that cometh of evil. In other words, don't add a lot of other stuff to it. Whoo, isn't it hot outside today? And it's 20 below. Boy, isn't that a big dog, a little bitty chihuahua. do we say things the very opposite of what we mean? We don't know why we do it. But I can tell you why it was programmed into the human vocabulary to keep you from believing what you say will come to pass. Boy, it tickled me to death. Why didn't you still live it? If you're going to be scriptural about it, you'd say it tickled me to life because laughter doeth good like a medicine. Anybody here taking medicine to die? What if the doctor gave you a prescription and they put it right on, I mean, the druggist put it right on the bottle. Take three of these a day until they kill you. (laughs) Man, I mean, tell you, you'd throw that just as far as you could. But you see, our vocabulary has been programmed by the devil to speak things that we don't believe so that we'll never release any faith in whatever we say. Now, I caught a hold of this several years ago. And I saw the law of faith. And I saw that it was designed of God to work under the new covenant. But it requires diligence. It requires commitment to the word of God and to control our mouth and our tongue. James said the tongues is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Well, God didn't create it that way. The devil poisoned man's tongue when he ate of the fruit. The thing that Satan failed to tell Adam and Eve was that the day you eat of this fruit, you'll lose control of your tongue. God knows that you'll be like him, knowing good and evil. Well, they did. They knew good and evil all right. But the thing he didn't tell them was that the day you eat of it, you lose control of your tongue. You won't be able to control what you say. And then they speak all kinds of things that keeps them from believing what they say would come to pass. So the law of faith is designed to work under the New Covenant, and the New Covenant is much better than the Old Covenant. So let's learn how to walk and talk under the New Covenant and live in victory. Didn't you say amen? Amen. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now we've been talking about the law of faith, and our offer this week is offer number 7873. It's called the Law of Faith and Corresponding Action. It's a DVD video for $20 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $24. In this video, we give you insight into what the Scripture says concerning the law of faith. Now, the law of faith is relatively simple if you set yourself to understand it. Jesus said it this way, Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, believe what he is saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now he said, say unto the mountain, but you could say unto a tree, because Jesus said to a fig tree, no man will eat fruit from you hereafter forever, and the thing withered and died. This is how the law of faith works. But yet, so many times people don't spend the time to develop faith in the words that they speak. In other words, it's not going to happen just because you say it, but yet saying it is involved in causing it to happen. But, you know, sometimes people get the idea, well, all i got to do is say it. Oh, no, there's a lot more to it than saying it. You must believe, doubt not in your heart, and believe what you're saying will come to pass. In other words, you must release faith in every word that you speak. You can't talk foolishness and sickness and disease and poverty and tickle me to death, laugh, I thought I'd die, die, to go, gone, die if I don't, then turn around and try to speak a word of faith it's either turned on or it's turned off. Let's put it that way. You either believe what you say or you don't believe what you say. And see, the law of faith is connected to the fact that you're fully persuaded that what God has promised, He will perform if you do your part. That's offer number 7873, Law of Faith and Corresponding Action. You're going to have corresponding action if you really believe a DVD video for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $24. We have a toll-free order line 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400.